Hello and welcome. This is Pepin from Pepin Reacts. And here I am with my best friend. His name is Meter. Meter, how you doing? I'm here too. That's my catchphrase. It's his catchphrase. And here we have another exciting episode of a show called Breaking Bad. Now, Breaking Bad, I once thought was about a guy making meth. But really, in actuality, it's about Walt Jr., it is. And I, I, I'm not, you know, opposed to that because Walt Jr. is the man. He, he is. So, I mean, here's, you thought it was about a man making meth, but really it's about meth making a man. Whew. I like that. I like that. And that man is Walt Jr. Now, for this series, I have seen uh, almost to where we are right now. I maybe seen one or two episodes beyond it. But I haven't seen beyond that. And then that was like 10 years ago when I was coming out, or whatever it was. Uh, Meteor's seen the whole thing, so he has more knowledge, but he's not going to spoil. And this should be a spoiler-free thing, even if you have not seen it. So, you know, feel free to watch with us. Uh, just be careful with the comments. Uh, also, just one more thing here. And I was actually thinking about this last night before I went to bed. And it, it's, you know, writing-wise, the story is very, like, succinct. Like things make sense. I mean, maybe there's some plot holes, but more like threads, like things that are there. But one thing I just can't understand, like, like maybe they'll fill in this detail at some point. But I mean, let me just check my bases here. So, uh, Walt has cancer, right? Mm -hmm. And Skylar is pregnant, right? Yeah. So. The one question that I don't think the show has really addressed is, if Walt's going to die soon, what's he going to do to support his kid after he dies? I don't know. I hope they address that at some point. Like, I, like this whole storyline about him cooking meth and being a badass is really cool, but mm -hmm. like, I, I think there's that character motivation that really needs to be addressed. It's kind of the sideline, to be honest. I mean, that even brought it up, I don't think, right? If they did, I missed it for a season and a half. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of like you, there's like maybe the background thing and I, perhaps we'll see it within the next season or so. I mean, at least brought up. I mean, it, it, right now there's ignoring that question and again, the whole meth storyline and all this stuff, it, it's, it's very interesting but, I, you know, I, I think if Walt really needs to be a family man, if he really wants to be that, you know, maybe he should start considering that question about, you know, what he's going to do for the baby. You should start drafting an email to the writers now. <sighs> I, I, okay. 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 In, in my defense here, I don't know if they're going to address that because maybe they're building up to something. It's possible. I, it, it seems unlikely because we're in season two and they still haven't talked about it, but uh, I, and it's already it's already done, so I guess I. But, but maybe they can talk about it like in interviews if they haven't done it. So we'll only find out here. So guys, definitely get ready for this reaction because it's going to be great. Okay, that was episode twenty-seven of Breaking Bad. This episode, a lot happened. Like this was a pretty intense episode. I gotta say, like a whole lot of character drama. A lot of the plot aspects got moved. And I think the number one theme of this episode was communication. Uh, what's your general thoughts on this meter? Yeah, no, definitely uh, a lot of a lot of change in this episode, um, and also a lot of not change. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely a good episode. Yeah, so definitely a lot of change. A lot of different plot aspects are being moved forward. And uh, it's, it's, it's a little scary. So I think there's two main plot lines to this one. I guess just three. But Skylar kind of interacts with the Walt plot line. But so let's have Walt and Jesse. And the theme, I think, was communication here and how the communication they're having broke down and how they're trying to reach back out, but in a fictitious fictitious sort of way. Like, Jesse was trying to reach back to his parent, but kind of like Walt said, and it's pretty accurate, he's a user. Like, Like, he didn't really consider his parents there. He just considered himself. He was like, I don't know, almost like a baby, just kind of whining and just like saying, you know, I want this, I want that. Like, absolutely no consideration. At the same time, that's kind of Walt's situation, too. I mean, a little bit different. He wants this relationship with his family, but he doesn't want to, like, delve into anything that happened or has happened. Like, like it's, it's a, I don't know, a, a interesting dynamic there. Uh, what's your thoughts on that meter? On what? On on the communication breakdown and how... Like, do you agree with me that Jesse was kind of like being a bit of a like a spoiled kid here? Mm, I don't know. I mean, his he feels that the that house is his that he earned it that he he feels like he's earned at least something, and every step of the way, every person has not has just given him nothing. Um, or taking everything away from him in his in his eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy that. I feel like he he feels like he's owed stuff, and he's not getting it, and he's blaming other people instead of blaming himself. Mm-hmm. Like as far as could be ascertained, as far as the legal side, that house was not his. It was his parents. It was passed on to them. And, you know, of course, they talked to him a bit about, like, maybe having him take it over or something or 50-50 of a sale. But, you know, it's, it's kind of like that's one thing, but there's no legal contract there. And that was, like, a hopeful sort of thing, like something you might, like, plan out. But I, I think he had a false expectation. Like, if he's selling drugs down there or manufacturing meth, like, he has a completely wrong expectation that's still his house. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a legal sense, maybe, yeah. I don't think he's thinking in legal senses, though. You disagree, like on like a uh, maybe a personal sense. Uh, in his mind, that was his aunt's house, and he's the one who took care of his aunt while she was dying. So that was his. That was him working, and his payment was the house. Uh-huh. And so, in a he he's believing that in a moral sense, he is owed the payment for the work that he's done. Mm-hmm. And that payment's being taken from him. I see. I see. I, I guess my interpretation of that situation, and we can dive more into like the episode details a bit, but my interpretation of that situation was that maybe there's an aspect of truth there, kind of like there's aspects of truth with some of the other stuff he was saying. But I feel like most of it was just fabricated to get them, like get his mother to agree. Like, like, like he, he could pull that card, but that's a card he's pulling as opposed to something he... May have believed. He, he, I think he still believes he's entitled to that, but he, he believed he was entitled to half of Walt's money, which he already got half. Which, I, I, like, I, okay, there's a bit of an argument there that maybe he is entitled to half because Walt and Jesse's shenanigans ended up with him getting 
his after getting taken and stuff. Like what was implicated in that? But I feel like he has the the, this, the conclusion and he's coming up with reasons to justify it to convince the other person uh, as opposed to the other way around. Mm, I think he has more of a right to the house than he does to Walt's money. Mm-hmm. And, 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 um, and I don't, but I don't, I think he truly believes that that house is his mm-hmm. and that his parents are fucking him over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of the other stuff he said when his mom showed up at his house was like, obviously bullshit. Like, oh, I'm going to be going to business school and this is a good wake up call. This is good. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously that's all recycled bullshit that's worked in the past. And he isn't working now, but I think, do think he fully believes that he's he's owed something. Okay, I gotcha. So maybe everything else except for that house portion is mm-hmm. his fault, which mm-hmm. I could see that. I, I, I saw it more like a reactionary thing, but uh, I think that tempered my opinion on that because maybe that is his sticking point. You know, Maybe that is actually where he's getting fucked. Mm-hmm. And so as far as Jesse's storyline, I'm, I'm trying to re- forget, I'm trying to remember how it started because he... he gets the house taken away. He's kind of caught off guard by it. The mother seems a bit softer and the father's more stern. As far as the parents are concerned, I think the parents had to do that because they found meth making tools in there. Like, uh, he said something like possession is nine tenths of the law, which I'm not sure what that means exactly. But, you know, they could be implicated since it is legally their house if there's meth being made there. Mm-hmm. So I think what that's what they had to do. And they can't just take Jesse's word for it. He's going to stop doing it. Like, I wouldn't believe Jesse if he told me that. Mm-hmm. So well, I, I think in his mind, they should be, he, that he should be the owner of that house, not them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what they should do in his mind is give the house to him mm-hmm. so that then they're not legally culpable and um, he can, uh, you know, he still can live in the house. Yeah. I mean, that would be a solution to it. I wouldn't like that solution myself if I was the parents mm-hmm. because like I have control of this asset and now, you know, I'm transferring it over there because I want to avoid legal responsibility. It seems like a little bit of a, it's, it's kind of like taking morphine to solve a headache. Like it, it solves the headache, but you know, at extreme cost. I mean, but that house doesn't belong to them. I, I, I still think it does. I, 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 it does, of course, legally. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm talking from Jesse's perspective. Mm-hmm. The house doesn't belong to them. Yeah, I, I suppose part of my hang-up here, too, is I don't know if I trust Jesse's perspective. It mm-hmm. seemed like there's an element of truth there because the mother's reaction, she got kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, a little bit distant and dissociative, it seemed. Mm-hmm. So it seemed that there's aspects of truth, but I, 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 I don't know. Does this mean just assuming there's more to that story? Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, this is probably her sister, right? And... Yeah. Uh, they probably had a relationship and maybe there's more to it than this. Like, you know, she's Jesse took care of her when she was dying. Mm-hmm. Also, is, is that the aunt that died from cancer that Jesse yes. brought up? Okay. So there's also a sort of like a, a carryover plot wise from him taking care of uh, the aunt and then also him taking care of uh, Walton away. I mean, mm-hmm. not exactly, you know, lines up, but I think it's a sort of similar dynamic there. Or a parallelism, I think, would be the thing because that really affected mm-hmm. them. Yeah, cancer coming back. So he is getting kicked out, 
and then uh, they give them some time, and then they just kind of like break in, essentially. Or they don't break in. This kind of get in there, and it's like, hey, Jesse, out. And he's got mm-hmm. all of his like bong stuff and like drug stuff, and I don't think he took him seriously, which or maybe did, or I don't know. No, he clearly did not. Yeah. And, you know, they got the moving crew there, and moving crew is probably going to be a little bit confused with all the paraphernalia. Maybe they'll just be like, yep, sounds about right. We are warned about this. Mm-hmm. And so they start taking his stuff out and he's like kind of freaking out and keeps calling Walt and then Walt's like stop calling me and th- th- there's this theme of like him getting mad at the phone mm-hmm. and, and obviously there's an obvious one there where it's like he's so he's trying to communicate with people like his needs and none of them are getting mad and he's mad at the communication method itself or he's mad with communication in general it's kind of breaking down uh, I feel like there's something else there. Can you think of anything, or am I just grasping at straws? Um, no, I think it's pretty, pretty literal there. Okay. And so he's getting super mad at the phone. Uh, he sees this homeless guy, and I think that was a bit of a like, uh, you know, this is where Jesse thinks he's going to be going. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the thing there. Also, we touched base with the gas station for some reason. I don't know why that gas station is like a recurring character. But uh, he meets Walt there, telling Walt that he know needs half the money, and Walt's like, "What? No!" And they kind of go back and forth there, and then Walt's like, "Nope, not getting the money. No, I'm leaving first. See the cop there. A little bit of a tiny bit of drama there." But uh, this, this whole aspect with Jesse saying Walt should give him half the money, kind of like I was alluding to before. I don't think that makes much sense it makes a little bit of sense because uh it's like if, if walt had nothing to do with why jesse lost the money i think it would make more sense because or it, if walt had nothing to do with jesse losing that money then walt would have a very very strong case but walt has something to do with jesse losing that money so i think walt has some culpability there but if he had no culpability in that instance, like Jesse resting half the money because he lost it, doesn't make any sense to me. Which, what's your thoughts and opinions on that? I mean, Jess, Jesse doesn't have any claim to Walt's money. They split the money already, and then that. So that was there was no more shared money. Mm-hmm. So that was I. I agree that there's no. He has no claim to that money, regardless of what. Like, I don't see how the method of Jesse losing his money should make a difference. Well, it's kind of like, uh, imagine, imagine you have some money. Let's say we made some money some way, right? Mm-hmm. Then I have the money in my house. And then uh, you come over to my house and you leave the door open, leave the safe open and everything. And then some burglar comes in and just steals it or some kid off the street. Like certainly we split the money 50-50 and that was all my money, but your actions caused a burger to come in easily and just swoop up that money where they wouldn't have been able to otherwise. It's kind of a bad analogy there, but there's some sort of culpability there that you have because you set forth the circumstances to which that money was stolen. But I don't think Walt did set forth the circumstances to which the money was stolen. The argument that Jesse had, but his, that he started the stuff with Tuco, and that uh, he he kind of escalated that situation. Is that argument not valid in your opinion? No, not really. 
why wouldn't it be? I don't understand why it would be like, well, like that they need, they were selling the drugs. Like they wouldn't have even had the money in the first place if it wasn't for Walt starting things with Tuco. I, I don't know. I don't understand how that's. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, maybe. It, you know, to be fair, it is a false start though, because they wouldn't have gotten that money if they hadn't stolen stolen the drugs or sorry, sold the drugs to Tuco. So that money was only there because of dealing with Tuco. So it, it is a little bit of a false start. And Jesse did get involved in that. Though he kind of got caught up in it with it a little bit more. Like, I, I don't know. Because they were cooperating, but what was more of the pusher there and kind of getting Jesse pushed into it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Jesse could have still left that uh, arrangement. I think. Or was he caught mm-hmm. up with that duress-wise with Tuco? Well, I mean, he was absconded by Tuco in the first place. Like, when... Because um, their plan was that Jesse was going to leave town and Jesse put all his money in the thing, in the car, and Walt took the gun away mm-hmm. for himself. So... Walt had all of the power and Jesse was just trying to leave and that's when he got abducted and then mm-hmm. they together abducted Walt. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So I don't know. I'm coming around to it a bit. Yeah. But regardless. Yeah, you're convincing me less of it though. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a confusing thing because I think I, I thought initially that he had no claim to it and then I thought maybe he actually has some claim to that you know statement. But mm-hmm. now I'm thinking... He probably didn't because that money wouldn't be there if Jesse didn't get involved in this to begin with. I mean, maybe still throw him a bone because it's a sticky, sticky situation and partially to do with you. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the separation's more there just because he did. He wasn't held at gunpoint for it. I mean... And the money wouldn't exist <laughs> unless... Okay. He kind of literally was. <laughs> okay, but it was more by Tuco, not by Walt. Yeah. So Walt- yeah, but their their plan, like their plan was for, like that was a plan that they had together for the actions that took place that led to Jesse being, the only reason that money was in the car to be stolen in the first place was because Walt and Jesse agreed to do that. Uh-huh. So Walt was kind of a player to where Jesse's money went. Jesse, he didn't have as much. Now there are other options Jesse could have had, but really, not really. Like he needed to elope with the money. Hmm. So, and then on top of that, the final plan for how they were going to get out of the legal situation was all Walt's idea. How to get out of the whole Tuco was just murdered by Hank thing. Mm-hmm. So Jesse lost the money from that as well. So really, Walt's plan is what caused, in both instances, is what caused the money to disappear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I've we flipped places. <laughs> okay, I'm 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 coming back more to my original position too here now. Okay, so you <laughs> unconvinced yourself and then convinced yourself again. Perfect. It's so weird. I made the argument to you about like how uh-huh. you're wrong, and then you convinced me that. You were right, and then you got convinced that I was right. And now you uh-huh. convinced me. <laughs> we swapped places, and then you came back. So, really, you convinced me by unconvincing yourself. It, it seems seems to be the case, but yeah, perfect. 
Now, I don't know if that would be a 50-50 sort of thing, but maybe like a 30-70 sort of thing, or I don't know. I mean, if they're 50-50 partners, that's a, and he has claim to that money, it's a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, I think Jesse was kind of grasping at straws there a little bit too, because I don't think he would have played that card if it wasn't for the fact that he was in such a terrible situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did. He played that card immediately, and Walt gave him a little bit of money, mm-hmm. and then he played it again on the phone. So he played it three different times in three different situations. Yeah. On the phone, he had a couple of options, and once those were exhausted, he showed up again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I felt Walt's frustration with those calls from Jesse, because that's happened to me a couple of times. Like, someone's desperate for something that doesn't really involve you, but they're trying to, like, get you involved in. Yeah. And they just keep calling or keep messaging. It's just like, oh, just leave me the fuck alone. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I guess here, it's more like a responsibility sort of thing with Walt. And also the fact that he's calling his own house number, which, again, I mean, this is done a little bit back when they had flip phones, but uh, still, uh, this is why you don't have uh, a home phone. You got to use this virtual numbers. Why. Just in case Jesse calls you. Yep. Yep. Uh, nilfs, nilfs, nilfs. Mm-hmm. So Jesse ends up going to the, what do you call it, the dump or whatever? I don't know what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. And he kind of sneaks in there, crosses the barbed wire, and then uh, gets in the toilet, essentially. It's all blue. Again, I think there's a metaphor there for like uh, blue he made his crystal. He gets covered in it, covered in shit, essentially. You know, it's kind of yep. his situation. And then he, he gets there and he, he goes on like the cardboard, almost like he is like a, a dog, you know, like, you, you know, where, where dog shits. And mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of weird stuff going on that with that. I also think there's a little bit of comedy there because I think you need a bit of comedy for this episode. Uh, and of course, the, the cousin comes in and it's like, hey, you're on my property, get off and with a shotgun. And uh, they try to make a deal and then the cousin doesn't want to make the deal. And uh, kicks Jesse out. Then the cousin tries to sell the methylamine and finds out he can make quite a bit of money. And then Jesse takes off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to like factor into like a later scenario here because now we've got the cousin who's going to be looking out for them. But granted, this was already like a gray or black market kind of transaction happening here. It's kind of unclear how much say or ability he's going to have to go after them. No, for sure. How, it, will he track them down? Will he cut his losses? Uh-huh. He probably won't go to the police, but it's definitely a possibility. Do you think he's more intimidating than Tuco? Because he seemed a bit more intimidating than Tuco there to me. No, 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 no. No? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I, maybe I'm stupid with that, but uh, I feel like Tuco is a lot of talk. This guy is just kind of like, he'll just kill you. Like, You watched Tuco murder a guy with his bare hands. I mean, it was in self-defense. Okay. <laughs> he was defending his ego, Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh... I feel like Skylar just lets you talk yourself into a hole. <laughs> So he takes off with that and uh, 
he's got the meth equipment in there, I believe, right? Nothing mm-hmm. has happened with that. And mm-hmm. uh, here's one aspect I'm confused about. Did it work prior? Because I thought that was the issue with them take him taking off with it prior is that it didn't actually start up and couldn't right. go. Right. Did that get fixed at some point? Yeah, the junkyard dealer said he fixed it. He said $750 for the repairs plus $500 you owe me at interest. Oh, okay. Okay, so he repaired. Okay, that makes more sense. I, I don't know what I thought about repairs. I thought that was just like a... I don't know, no, it's for fi- yeah, he said specifically like what he did too, I think. Okay, okay. It's just me not knowing enough about cars or caring enough about cars. Uh, uh, yep. But uh, so Jesse takes off with it. Now they have a working vehicle, which is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, he stupidly pulls into like Walt's front yard mm-hmm. and all sorts of bad stuff there, especially since Skylord has seen that vehicle before, mm-hmm. presumably. But who mm-hmm. knows if she was in enough of a mood to like even really notice it. So probably not. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And then uh, Jesse gets let in there. He has a fight with Walt. Actually, the mm-hmm. fight with Walt happens first. And I'm kind of surprised Jesse got aggressive like that. Are you? No. No? I mean, he didn't have anything else. He backed him into a corner. Mm-hmm. Walt stripped everything from him and was being outrageously aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think a bit of that was transference because Walt had all this anger from the Skylar altercation mm-hmm. and also just a total loss of control right there. And mm-hmm. it was one of Walt's ways to try to get back a sense of control. It's just take all of that shit and put it on Jesse. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess Walt can talk a big game. I talk about Jesse talking a big game, but Walt can talk a big game, but he can't back it up physically. Right. Like, he's just he's just too weak. And Jesse manhandled him and started to choke him. And then uh when he was about to punch him, uh, which I don't know if, if that was like a gonna be like a two coke sort of punch and just got punch him to death, probably not. But uh Walt's like, do it. Almost like he wanted to die. I, am I reading that right? Like, did, yeah, I think he wanted to be punished. Oh, you wanted to be punished? In a physical in in a physical manifestation way, yeah. Do you think there was any implication of death there? Or Potentially. Just, okay. Because hmm. yeah, I, I took it as an implication of death, but you're taking it more as an implication of punishment, or maybe maybe it's a bit more vague. Both. Okay. Either. Yeah. I, I, I think I, at that point, Walt was giving up control and saying, "Take, like, I deserve whatever you're going to be giving me. Whatever it is, I accept the consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they, uh, th- then they kind of have a bit of a moment, a bit of mirroring that happens there because they're both in the same sort of situation. They both kind of mm-hmm. have lost their life. One on a, uh, I-, I guess both. I, th- I think Jesse has the worst hand here because Jesse doesn't have anything. He doesn't have like the, the uh, the physical house or anything like that, and he doesn't have the the connections there. Like he doesn't have any real friends. It seems mm-hmm. they're all. What are they? What are they both working towards? What are both of their goals? In my estimation, they both lost the thing that they were actually working towards this entire time. Jesse's been doing this for money and for uh, pride, and he was stripped of both of those things this episode completely, completely mm-hmm. stripped. 
I see. And Walt is doing it for his family, and he's completely lost his family. So both of them lost the things that they've been working for. So that's when they shuffled back in, both defeated, being completely stripped of everything. They were mirroring because they were in the same place in they have lost everything they've worked for. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good in a point. Way, in a way, Walt giving Jesse money gives them both a 50-50 split of what they've been working for. Je- Jesse gets money. And Walt gets uh, some partnership back, mm-hmm. some of that, some of that emotional back. And Jesse winning that fight kind of gives him some of that pride back, some of his own power, which he had completely lost. Hmm. That's a good point right there, because yeah, it, it, the splitting of the money worked emotionally for Walt because it gave Walt that family in a sort of way, or that communication, that partner. Kind of in a way, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think that was most well displayed where Walt asked Jesse, hey, want breakfast? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Walt Jr. was about the breakfast and then Skylar didn't mind it, but she kind of saw through it. It's like, oh, food. Okay, whatever. But, uh, you know, they didn't actually appreciate it. He wanted the com- camaraderie, but it wasn't there. And with Jesse... It was there. Like, just as like, food? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was for, when he was doing it for his family, it was a smokescreen. Uh-huh. And at first, Skylar was optimistic about it, but as soon as he started lying again, she's like, okay, I see what's going on here. This is a smokescreen. This isn't genuine. It In a way, it kind of was. Like, Walt did want to do that for his family because he's trying to apologize, but... Also, he's trying to apologize, which is, you know, it was more about like men, quote, mending fences, like he said, than it was about like trying to take care of his family in Mm. that way. So Mm. then Skylar started seeing it as like seeing straight through it, not really caring. And Walt Jr. was just like ready to take whatever. He's like, where's breakfast the next day or whatever. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. There was uh, an aspect there uh, with Jesse before we move on to the Walt storyline. And also, I do, I do think you're, you're right there uh, with the Walt stuff. Uh, Jesse visited one of his old friends who had a nice house, a kid. Uh, Jesse does not know how to talk to kids, but that, that guy didn't. It's actually kind of interesting because that, that guy, that his friend that he was talking to, he seemed like Jesse if Jesse dressed up in a suit mm-hmm. and, and started talking a bit more fancy. Or a bit more mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, a, a, a bit more pretentious. Uh, mm-hmm. But the guy seemed very similar to Jesse. But, you know, he, he had a wife, he had a kid, uh, had a nice place. And it seemed more like he was just directed in, say, a more productive area. But he didn't seem like he was like opposed to like Jesse and what Jesse was about. But he also seemed like he was deferential to his wife and like the concerns of his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, he has family, and then Jesse doesn't have family here. And it's kind of like a comparison, like Jesse to other person. Like, J- Jesse feels that insip- in, you know, inferiority because he doesn't have any of that. He doesn't have those connections, those bonds, that family, his house, the wife, or anything like that. So he's just compared, that's all he does is compare himself to others. And it's like, shit, I- I'm not anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's everything 
everything was was taken from in this episode. And so let's move on to Walt. Uh, I'm trying to remember how it started with Walt. Uh, can, can you remember? Uh, he woke. It was the breakfast. It was when he, um, Skylar woke up and Walt wasn't in his bed and she called out to him and he's like, I'm in the kitchen. So she started out like worried about him having disappeared. So it was kind of the showing the lingering effects of what Walt's actions had done to Skylar's emotional well-being. Hmm. And this, there's a point in the episode, I'm trying to remember what it was, but Walt's whole thing was apologizing without reference to what he was apologizing. Or like he was pretending like nothing happened and that kind of came to fruit in that uh, argument he had with Skylar. Mm-hmm. But I do think he wanted that family back because this is what, like, like I, I think the show was trying to reinforce the idea that Walt really does want the best for his family because that's kind of a question I've had for a couple episodes here. Like, does he actually care about the family or does he care more about the power he's getting from this pursuit of uh, making meth? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not clear to me that he's been family focused, but I think this is kind of redirecting it and like, yeah, he does want family. He he is torn up about this. Uh, but he also has this other side to him, which is not integrated fully into him. And like, he needs both sides and he can't get both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more he's pushing on the power side, the more he's losing his family. Mm-hmm. And, and so Skylar is just not buying any of this. And Skylar starts doing the whole sort of thing with like, uh, uh, passive aggressive. Yeah, passive aggressive. Also I, pretending nothing's wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, yeah, this, like when someone's doing something to you, you do that back to them. Mm-hmm. You know, show them how it feels, and uh, a point was being made there. And you, you think Skylar was right with that action, or you, you think that was a productive thing for her to do? Um. I don't know. I mean, it ended up getting the result that she wanted in breaking Walter down. And they had that very final real conversation where she was like, you're bullshitting me and I'm done with the bullshitting. And then he bullshitted her again. So it was like, that was him. That was him saying like, I'll, I can be honest for everything except for this one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her being like, that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It, and it, it makes me think, so Skylar kept on going out for like no good reason or for, for a reason she wasn't specifying. And at the end there, I, you know, we found out that she was smoking a cigarette. I thought maybe that she was doing that. Uh, what was it going to say? She was doing that in response to the argument that I just had, which I think is true. But I mm-hmm. think she's been going out for cigarettes this whole time ever since she's no, been. No, 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 no. She hesitated before putting it in her mouth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was that mm-hmm. was the first time she had done that. She was contemplating: Do I even want to? Do I want to break this barrier? That wasn't. A, okay. Yeah. This is this is something I've done all the time. Type of reaction. Okay, you're right about that. So I wonder what she she has been doing. Probably nothing much. Maybe just going in berries or something like I, that. I think it's irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something, but not making math as far as we know. As I mean, far as we know. Yeah. 
who knows? Uh, that'd be kind of interesting. Like we have Skylar making math, well, making math to actually find out that they're both into the same thing. Yeah, they're competitors and they don't know it. This is like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing. Ooh, I like it. I like it. So Walt is trying to make that connection back. It's, it's working a bit for Walt Jr. Uh, not terribly, though, because I feel like... Is it? Is I, it, though? I think so. I mean, he seems to like the food. Yeah, but he also gave up his namesake. Mm-hmm. Which is very indicative of how... Walter Jr. feels about the situation. He doesn't even want to be associated with his dad anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's true. And then uh, Lewis is becoming his dad. Uh, yeah. Very, very surely. Which, you know, I understand because, like, we haven't seen Lewis on top of this, up until this point. And I wasn't expecting, like, a golden god to come down from the sky. But that's mm-hmm. actually what we got. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of like you see in certain media. Like where, like, they show the face of God, and you're like just disappointed because you're like, there's no way they could show like th- this amorphous idea of an ideal, like in natural mm-hmm. like media form. Like it, it's it's best thought just to the imagination, but yeah. somehow they found the person perfect person to cast this role here, yeah. and it just worked. Yeah, hats off to the casting director. Really good job finding the V Lewis. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he takes some driving and uh, ends up that Moose has been teaching him driving, uh, him as being uh, Walt Jr. And uh, Walt. And so it's trying to show him. And uh, at first I was kind of agreeing with Walt here because there's this whole thing about like, like he's doing pretty well, but he's using both feet there. And I'm like, no, you can't be doing that. You gotta like use one foot. But then ends up that uh, he should have been using both feet because he's got his own limitations. And he, he Essentially, it's kind of the the crux of the episode. There's a problem here, and instead of seeing that problem, Walt Senior is pretending like it doesn't exist, and just to uh, you know do what he's doing anyway, which is what he's doing the whole episode. You know, like there's this limitation, this problem, and oh, just pretend like it's not there, and you know, be better than that. And then Walt Junior's like, I I can't, my legs don't work that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it didn't end up so good. Uh, the, the part where Walt Jr. was kind of speeding up like that and then barely could stop, was that, what was going on there? What do you mean? Like, wh- I, I don't know if Walt Jr. was like trolling his dad or trying to get a reaction of his dad or if that's literally what happened. No, I think that's just, I think it was because he was used to using two feet so when he was trying to switch his foot over to the brake he actually ended up hitting the gas instead i think it was just um cut weird to because i kind of got that impression too but i don't think that was the intention um that walt jr was just fucking with him i think it was walt jr just was fucking up Mm -hmm. because of the he was trying to go by he was trying to like follow his the way his dad wants things to do but it just didn't it didn't work. And maybe that's a parallel that like the way Walt does things is drive head first faster and faster and faster until they, you have to slam on the brakes uh, to avoid absolute carnage. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of the where he's going essentially, uh, Walt Sr. Because mm-hmm. like we don't know where that's going to go as far as like plot-wise. Like this plot could go anywhere at the moment. And it, it seems like it's going somewhere fast and 
kind of like his wife. He can't he, he can't put the brakes on now. I mean, he he, he can't actually. I, th- I think he can, but the problem is like, how can he tell Skyler about what he's been doing? Like, and have it be truthful. Well, I mean, he did put on, he did slam on the brakes, right? Mm-hmm. He did this fugue state thing and sent a traffic blocker flying across the road, and now he's at a dead stop. And he can't move forward. He was stuck at the hospital against longer than he wanted to be. He's now stuck at home. He can't. He can't really leave home because if he come, if Skyler comes home from wherever she's at, and he's not there, like, or uh, Walt Junior Flynn comes home and he's not there, like, then they're gonna worry. And I mean, that's what he said, right? He can't. He can't even leave the house for more than an hour without them worrying that he's disappeared mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's really backfired so he's now not he didn't he didn't you know pump the brakes and like slow down and ease into slowing down no he, he slammed on the brakes and now he's paying the repercussions for having to slam on the brakes mm-hmm. so i suppose the other aspect to that is control too because mm-hmm. I think what what's been getting out of this whole drug expade is the control power, you know, all those different aspects we've been talking about. And this episode, he's trying to control his family life. He's trying, uh, like, or influence might be the more proper word because he's not trying to like manipulate them. I, I mean, he is to some degree, but he is a hundred percent trying to manipulate them. Okay, but <laughs> he, he's trying to do it positively, right? In a sort of way. I mean, I, that's I a weird know. distinction to make. I don't know how to put it. Also, there's manipulate them to be happy. Yeah. Well, versus manipulate them for. He's well. Okay. This gets sort of like a philosophical disagreement here because I think everything is manipulation, but there's positive and there's negative versions of it. He's doing it selfishly. Yeah. Okay. Selfish. There we go. He's doing selfish manipulation here. Yeah. But at the very least, he's like trying to put something in. But he's trying to regain control of that situation with his family and uh-huh. like. No matter what he does, he does not have control over any of that situation. It, it, Arguably, the more control he tries to take, the less control he has. Oh, yeah. yeah th- that's a bit of like Buddhism type stuff there. Mm. But I, I don't think that's where the plot's going. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where it was this episode. Yeah. And, and that gives him impetus to move back into the meth stuff too, which I think he was going to do anyway. That was his plan. Mm-hmm. I think he called Jesse about that, like uh, the last episode and one before. Yeah, he did when he was still at the hospital. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had that conversation. So th- that was his plan anyway. But I think now that his life is even, he's like even less controlled than he was before. And the thing that he wanted to get, you know, most, and he was trying to control the future of his family. Now he can't even mm-hmm. do that. He can't even, you know, so the, he's just going to have to go back in that place. And hence where he blew up at Jesse, that that was him trying to regain the sense of control and why he just felt so just. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, so when, he, when they had that conversation in the hospital, Walt's words were very short and brief. Jesse, what's changed? And this episode was showing nothing has changed. If anything, they're further back than where they started. Because before, at least, Walt had his family's respect and, like, he had his family. And now he only has, like, I'd imagine a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars. And that's it. He doesn't even have his family anymore. Mm-hmm. And Jesse used to have a house. He used to, you know, have his own little side business. And 
it was cooking on the side, but still like his, he could go over and see his parents and, uh, he had a couple of, you know, fr- fair weather friends. Now he has literally nothing. So not only it's not, it's like what's changed. Well, actually a lot's changed for the worse, not even for the better right now. So like going back to cooking, they have arguably less to lose. Mm. Yeah. That's a weird dynamic for the plot. Mm. Huh. And so Walt does a bunch of little things. It doesn't work out. Uh, he realizes he can't compete with Lewis because who could? Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes to confront or talk to Skylar about things. Mm-hmm. And he does it in a very half-ass way. Like, like I, I think Skylar's reaction was completely justified here because yeah. this is like, I apologize in general about things. He was specific at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's, that's true. I, I, but, but when it mattered. Yeah. When, what she wanted, because she responded well to all of the things he said, him taking ownership for his actions and all of that. She responded well to that. And he was on, he was pretty much ready to like win her back over and make things start making things good again until he stopped. And she's like, is that it? Because really what she's saying is, okay, so you're still not going to talk about the second cell phone. I see. Because that's what this whole, this is about is the, what that second cell phone means and I think that goes back to your point about the phones being, you know, connections and all of that. The second cell phone is his second life, his double life that he's leading. And he is not willing to admit that that exists. And him not acknowledging the second cell phone, that second life, that not acknowledging Heisenberg is the entire crux of why she's like, I, don't, I can't trust you. We don't, we're not communicating because you're not willing to admit that there's something else. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that goes with the, the theme of phones and communication or communication, mm. like you're saying. This and I mean, with, with that theme, you know, you were talking about how Jesse and Walt were having that conversation on the phone and then Walt, they both slammed down their receivers and Walt ripped his out of the wall and uh, threw it on the ground. So Walt disconnected himself Meanwhile, Jesse's got disconnected by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So he was being, his communication was being taken from him and Walt was choosing to, to disconnect the, the communication there, um, which is a very interesting dynamic there of like, Jesse is at least trying. Jesse's the one making the calls. Jesse's the one's trying to communicate and Walt is continuing to take that communication away to remove himself from being able to be communicated with, with Jesse, with uh, with Skyler, hmm. when Skyler leaves, Walt immediately tries to call her, and her she left her cell phone there. I think your your point that phones were like the point of the episode is exactly right. Hmm. Hmm. So Skyler takes off, and it's not the second, not the first time she did it. This episode, yeah. Uh, also, we got revealed that she found the second cell phone. It seemed. That's what they're. Mm, I don't think so. I think it's more she just doesn't believe his shit. Okay. She knows he's lying. Both sides. Both sides are fed up with the lies and know that the other person's lying. That be that, Skyler to Walt and 
Jesse's parents to Jesse. They, they've heard all the lies before. They know what the lies sound like. They're sick of it. They're not putting up with it anymore. Hard cut off. Right. You're right. What was that phone that we saw that Walt had on the counter? I thought that was his second cell phone that she that found. That was hers. It was hers? That was her phone. So he tried to call her when she took off. Oh, And she okay. left her phone. She's like, I'm cutting off us being able to talk. I see. I see. Ah, uh, that's interesting. So that also plays into it. Okay, that makes sense. So uh, Walt is kind of left to his own. And he lets Jesse in, which I guess that's a metaphor too. At the very, very end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after the whole fight, we already talked about the fight and everything. Mm-hmm. He lets Jesse in, and it seems like they're going to go forward with some of their plans. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're both in a situation. Uh, and then, uh, is there anything else with the Walt storyline before we move on to the last part? I, mean, I think there's two more things we could discuss with the episode. Uh, Skylar, okay. and also the beginning of the episode. Okay. But uh, anything else you can think of with Walt? With, okay. No. So, Skylar, she goes to that gas station... She grabs some cigarettes, and like you said, she kind of hesitates smoking them. And I, I, I guess maybe I was, yeah, yeah. She hesitates about it, and then she sees like so the person. She sees the social judgment there, and she does it anyway. And she seems to get some sort of relief out of that way. And again, some of the just plot lines here are like drugs. Like Walt's drug is power. Jesse's drug is, uh, I don't know, fame, money that sort of stuff other people's drugs are like meth you know i guess skylar's drug is nicotine okay that's that's less epic than i thought it would sound but uh she just needs to like kind of get get a little bit of relief there and she's doing it at expense of the baby mm-hmm. and, and on the one hand i kind of don't blame her on the other hand i think she should be more responsible on the other hand i feel like I can't have that opinion because I am more forgiving of Walt and everything he's done than I am of Skylar in this instance. And Walt's done a lot worse stuff for his family and the baby. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I, I don't, I can't want to give like Skylar an out on this because it's not something she should be doing, but you know, I, I understand it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Scene? Um, so you had said a couple of episodes ago that like everything Skylar was doing was, you know, for the baby taking care of herself and all of that stuff. And now she's doing the exact opposite of that. So I think that's what it is, is the contrast between the actions she used to take, which were all family oriented. And now she's doing something just for her um, and not only just for her, but specifically damaging to the family. Um, with the baby being a representation of the fa- the future of the family. She's kind of forsaking the future of the family and putting it at risk. And she obviously doesn't feel great about it, but she's still choosing to make that, make that choice despite outward pressure, despite everything. Her own thoughts when she's second-guessing it. Yeah, there's a real irony there, too, because Walt is fighting, or Walt's you know, overall goal is to kind of create a bright future for the family there. And with his actions, it's not even that he's not creating a bright future for the family in some sort of way, but it's also he's, his actions are actively breaking that family apart, like causing mm-hmm. harm. 
which is a bit of the inverse of what he wants. Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 kind of interesting with that aspect. If if he could do what he wanted to and keep those lives separate, like he actually might work out what his goals. Though there's a whole question of where all that money came from. You know, I don't think that he's really thought that far about it. That's gonna get like looked up by the IRS or something. But uh, it, it's 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 totally counterproductive to everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't know if that aspect of Skyward is going to progress any further. I don't think it will, but maybe maybe it will. It's hard to know. Hmm. So I, one thing I'll say about Skyler is I think Skyler is the most reasonable person in the show. Uh and I wouldn't say I like her the most because I don't think she's the most entertaining person in the show. I think I'd probably go with a Walt. But I think she's the most reasonable and she's most level-headed. And obviously she's doing something bad here, but I think it's very relatable what she's doing, you know, with smoking. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she is a very integral part of the show. Because mm-hmm. she's kind of the baseline. Everyone else is a little bit crazy. And I don't think she's crazy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh so getting to the beginning of the episode, which we probably won't be able to discuss too, too much because you kind of know what's going to happen. But uh, it seemed like there was, uh, we're going to assume this is like some sort of, I don't know, DEA agent or something. They had like this drug mask on or something like that. Or uh, HVAC suit, I don't know what you call it. But uh, they had that suit on and they're collecting evidence from the pool. And I don't think we've seen that stuffed animal unless it's in the background and I haven't noticed. But we assume, or I assume, it's going to be Walt's pool because we know Walt has a pool. It could be somebody else's, of course. So this is alluding to the fact that something crazy is going to happen at the end of the season. Likely, Jesse and Walt are going to start cooking some meth at their house, and it's going to go belly up, and some sort of fire, or I don't even know. And I guess that uh, that stuffed bear might be a representation of the baby's future. You know, like it's not even going to have toys to play with. But yeah, you probably can't say too much on that. I can't say anything. Okay. Uh, so we didn't get any of Hank or Marie in this episode that I can think of. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because we got Lewis. And mm-hmm. Lewis is king. Yes. Uh, so any other thoughts you can think of before we uh, close out here? So I won't do the normal trolley thing at the end here. Why? Because uh, we did a podcast episode. We do a podcast called We Need to Talk. And uh, it went on for a while. And uh, this room is very hot because I turned off the AC. And now I'm dying. And I'm exhausted. But, uh, I mean, let's, let's just be honest here. I think the show has peaked. Because mm-hmm. we, we, we did get Lewis. Lewis arrived. And y- yes, we can see him again and everything. But... It's kind of like you see God, now you know his face, and mm-hmm. yes, you're amazed by it. Yes, you're encapsulated, but nothing's ever the same again. And it's like, like, like why not just go back to this episode and watch that one little section of it over and over again? Mm-hmm. Why watch anything more? Do you need anything else? You're already satisfied. And that's, that's where I think the downfall of this show is going to be coming in, because how can you beat that? Good question. Will there be more Lewis? Is what everyone wants to know. And if there is, we'll live up to the hype of Lewis. Because I, I mean, I, I got how hype. could it not? Well, it's, 
kind of a kind of a catch twenty two there, huh? His introduction was just so perfect. I don't know how the writers like like there's this whole thing where writers create a character that go beyond like themselves, and mm-hmm. the introduction they created for this 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 person no not even a person this this god mm-hmm. is not like feasible it's beyond them it, it's it's like they almost made a religion right here uh and like do i trust the writers to continue that because now this is like religion passed down to the hands of the writers can can they follow up they've gotten us this far nate we gotta okay. trust them okay i think i think we'll have to do that then so this was an episode of a show called breaking bad and a reaction to the show called Peppin Reacts. Now, things are happening on a scale that we can't comprehend. The baby, Walt Jr., potatoes, who knows? But I know you can. Go down in the comments, leave a like, leave a reaction to my reaction through text, hit the submit button, and ding, ding, dong. Bells all around, because... You know, if I release a video, you got to know where that video is going to be happening. And it's going to be happening on my channel, Pepper Reacts. And also check out We Need to Talk and Podcast NH and Podcast USA. Why am I saying that? Because cross promotion. You guys have a great day. I react, you react, we all react. Because Pepper Reacts. Peace. <laughs>